Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this Friday at Rebel Assault Livestream. I'm your host, Marquis Devereaux. We talk about real politics with real issues in real time. I have a cast of characters that are here joining me on the panel. Um, but first of all, I just want to let you all know whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, please make sure that you subscribe. Um, we're also on 11 other platforms. We're being listened to in Australia in the uh, Pacific Islands, we're being listened to in Asia, we're being listened to in Europe, as well as North America. If you are coming to us from Africa, South America, or someplace I didn't mention, let us know. You can let us know by being part of the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube, Snapchat, or TikTok. Also make sure you're following, make sure you're subscribing. If you go onto our social media platforms, you can become part of the conversation. Do you decide that you want to be on the panel? Well, you can. Just email our production manager at castcrew212 at gmail.com. C-A-S-T-C-R-E-W-212 at gmail.com. Now, this Friday's program is very interesting. I'm going to say hello to some returning contributors to our program. Joining us again is Ms. Tracy Black. She's an international She's an entrepreneur and she's a YouTube personality. I have, hello, Cherokee. I have Mr. Kirk Adair. He's an author and he's a historian. And he's a man that when he is talking, do not cut him off because he has done research. Hi, Kirk. Hi. Glad to have you. I have my co-host, Mr. Samuel Kachira. Sam is somebody who has been in the ground zero in China. He wasn't in Wuhan, but he can tell you what's been happening in Asia. He can tell you what's happening in Australia because he's always on the phone and he's now doing business in the Middle East. Hello, Sam. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm, I guess that's your COVID tea to make sure you know nothing's going on there. Um, I have Mr. Julius Tadajin. Getting Julius on the program is a real gift because Julius is someone who has a background in law, he has a background in politics, and he has a background in no bullshit. Hello, Mr. Julius Tadajin, how are you feeling? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> and I have Mr. Daniel joining us. Now, he is pursuing a doctorate, but he doesn't like you to call him doctor. He is coming to us from Maryland. Sam is coming to us from Connecticut, and that makes this a true regional show. Hello, Mr. Daniel. How are you feeling today? Doing good, thank you. Excellent, excellent. I also have joining us Mr. Rob Arnold. Rob is the host of Political Firestorm. He is someone who leans to the right. I call him a true blue Republican because when his party is out of line, he mentions it. But when the left is out of line, he really mentions it. Hello, Mr. Rob Arnold. I'm glad to have you. Yeah, I'm glad to be in the mix. And uh, you're looking good, man. You're looking good on this camera. You know what's Getting funny? You is you're looking dark, but you're not <laughs> black. Well, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> it's, it's just a black box. And, you know, I, I was joking around because Bobby, who's joining us from Nassau County, Long Island, also has a black box. And I often tell people that when um, someone from the right comes on this program, I'm usually asked, can I use a pseudonym? Can I hide my name? Because things are not safe politically. Bobby, how are you feeling? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. And very, very happy to have you as well. So um, I'd like to read you guys a couple of things, okay? And I'm hearing a little bit of feedback from somebody, so just make sure you're uh, quiet in your rooms. Um, Disparities, okay, let's, let's try this again. Uh, we don't want to do that. Let's, we don't want to do that. I'm almost with you. Hold on. Okay, are you guys ready for this? Bleach is not a cure. 
It's not a bio weapon. It's not just a bad flu. It's not a way to control the population. It won't just disappear. The virus could be contained. Social distancing helps. Science is vital. Does anybody know where that's come from? New York Times? Yes. Now, the reason why we wanted to say that in detail is because the New York Times is essentially going on the attack. They are putting out ads and they're also running the ads on Fox News. Fox News is known to be a right-leaning, um, known to be right-leaning, but you know, if you talk to people on the right, they say, oh, well, it's the only way you get a fair and balanced view. Um, I've never considered five against one to be fair and balanced, but who am I? Uh, I I'm told I'm liberal, I'm told I'm left-leaning, but as okay, an- they have 12, they have 12 liberal contributors at Fox News, 12 that are cycled in and out, Fox News contributors or liberal. Okay. okay, so if you multiply that times how many people are right-leaning that are on this show, would that still be? Well, you know, they, they, they make an effort. They give equal time, which is one of the things I respect about you. you, you you're pretty pretty clear on equal time. And uh, it's, it's in the mold of Fox, whether you realize it or not. It's highly calibrated there. Uh, I mean, unless you, you know, some of these things you got like, uh, you know, they're red meat Republicans and one token liberal. That's sometimes that does happen at Fox. Sure. Yes. Yes. Well, I compare Fox as one end of the spectrum and CNN as the other. Um, I get my news from the Christian Science Monitor, Pulitzer Prize winning publication. I get my news from the BBC. I get my news from Al Jazeera. But I also get my news from the Wall Street Journal. the Washington Post, which is owned by Jeff Bezos, and the New York Times. The reason why I wanted to read those to you all is because the Commander-in-Chief, President Trump, is consistently bashing the media. So I'd like to ask you, Mr. Samuel Kachera, is there anything that I read that you would disagree with? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, rehashing right now you want to go through the list again okay let's try this again <clears throat> maybe it's, mention not, it, it's not just a bad flu it's not a way to control the population it won't just disappear the virus could be contained social distancing helps science is vital the, and, and they end the ad with the truth is essential so yeah, but they don't have the truth is there anything, Rob Arnold, is there anything that I just said that you would disagree with? Well, yeah. yeah there are studies that show that the countries and some of the states here, like North Dakota, um, have not had such harsh uh, social distancing and face mask type stuff going on uh, that have uh, fewer or about the same amount of cases. Uh, and it's it, mostly the New York Times. You know, they call it the old gray lady, right? Well, the old gray lady, she's no longer showing her slip. She's stark naked out here, and it's ugly. Okay, so what? So, is there anything uh, to my original question that I said in regards to their ad that you would disagree with? 
Well, as I said, you have uh, countries that haven't engaged in such draconian or harsh measures and a couple of U.S. states that didn't right from the get-go that don't have a higher number of cases. Uh, and this is essentially the flu. It essentially is the flu. So, okay. and by the way, one last thing I'll say real quick is it's not that Trump is bashing the media. It's that the media is bashing him like they do all Republicans. He's just simply fighting back. I'm going to jump to Cherokee Black. Uh, Cherokee? Yes. The, 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 he's not bashing the media. The, the, the media is bashing him. He's fighting back. Um, I'm not even going to ask the question because you know where I'm going. Yeah. Um, I, I think that he's harsh on the, on, in, in regards to the media. I see the way he talks to reporters, especially um, reporters of color. Um, he doesn't let them talk, especially the women. He's not, he doesn't let women talk. He cuts them off. He says they're not nice. And then he goes on to somebody else. I think that he is not good with the media. I think he's not good with the media. And I think that they're, they're, um, they're, um, the media's opinions of him are correct, with the exception of Fox, which is his, his go-to um, media outlet. So Bobby from Nassau, do you agree with Cherokee? He's muted. Let me interject. Okay. Hold on. I'm Trump, good now. Trump does that to men too, to men okay. reporters as well. He dismisses them oh, all the time. If he feels that they're being sarcastic or disrespectful, like when the uh, Chinese reporter came at him, you know, the, she attacked him. She goes like, "Why are you doing this?" You know, like as if he's an egomaniac. And you know, that's how she asked her question. So. He's he made a that. comment, she's Asian, and he made a derogatory comment about the Chinese disease while he was talking to her. It is the Chinese she disease. It was, well, you know, it's a, it's a virus. I would, I, 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 I hate No, he, he was being, he was being vindictive. I'm not going to combat him. that. But yeah. she came at him to say, like, in other words, you're letting your own agenda. She came, she was accusatory. And she attacked at him. She didn't ask a, uh, a fair question that was unbiased. She, she directly came. You know, that's what they do. They come let me out. say this. Let me say, I have a tendency to talk over people when they don't let me talk. So I understand where she was coming from, actually. Because no, he, he, talk. He, 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 he immediately cuts certain people off because they don't the flow liars. with this flow. Whoa, 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 Rob, you said the liars. Well, who's lying? What, what, what are you saying? Well, I'll give you one quick example. Um, let's take the New York Daily News. They, they, when Donald Trump was, was boarding Air Force One. And now, I'm giving you a look because the Daily News is a rag. It's the sixth largest newspaper in the United States of America. But it's, it's a rag. rag. It's, it's a tabloid. They, it's a tabloid at its best. Well, you know what, Marquis? They have a lot of readers. And because people like trash. Well, the Inquirer is trash. The well, whatever the reason or reasons as it relates to the Daily News, they have a lot of readers. They have a very high readership. Again, let me repeat, sixth largest newspaper in the country. But does, right. that, justify, does that justify the fact that... Uh, did, did, does that yeah, I was trying to give you an example of something the Daily News did. Go ahead. When Donald Trump was boarding Air Force One he, on a rainy day, he was collapsing his umbrella to board the vessel. His wife and son, Baron, both had to move out of the way 
for him to collapse the umbrella lest they get poked in an eye. So when they moved out of the way, the deluge photographer, click, took that picture. They then ran it front and center. And they said, this guy doesn't even share his umbrella with his own wife and son. I remember that. <laughs> now, you remember that? Now, the minute we know they're capable of no, doing something like that, come on now. I mean, but, the minute but, obviously Bob, shared, you know what? Look at that again. When I you read the article, the article's going to tell you the truth. But most people go with the headlines. Right. And they just, and, you know, share right. it. My man, oh my God. right? They read the headlines, and you know what? And, and this wasn't even an article; it was just a picture. Yeah. And they had some so-called etiquette expert He's saying that the ramifications involved with a guy that won't share his umbrella with his own wife and son. Meanwhile, wow. they walked under the umbrella with him to the Air Force One. Okay, let me jump over to Bobby. Bobby from Long Island. Bobby, what what purpose does the press serve? Well, I, if the press had uh, journalistic integrity, they're there to uh, investigate. They're, they're investigative journalists. They try, to, they try to uncover the facts and the truth. I thank you. Okay, Bobby, I'm going to jump to Kirk and Dan. Well, let, me, let me just make a comment, though. Um, and I don't know if you've seen this or not, but I would encourage everyone to watch the question that was asked by a CBS reporter, Steve Portnoy, to uh, Kaylee McEnany during her press briefing. It's astonishing the question that was asked and she answered it with the facts and uh, I, I think that'll open up a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, Kirk Adair. We, 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 we have the New York Times running ads on national media and they are essentially putting out text verbiage that's saying the press serves a purpose. Would you say the New York Times is comparable to a daily news? Well, no. Uh, in that the Times is aimed at a white collar um, readership, whereas the daily news is more and you know, all I heard was white. <laughs> That's all I heard. White <laughs> all the Without the racial jokes, please. Okay. The Times is is uh, aimed at uh, a white collar um, stockbroker uh, executive branch uh, upper management, whereas the Daily News is more blue collar general worker. That's why it has a wider subscription. That's right. number one. Right. Okay. Number two is that uh, the fourth estate, the press, is yeah. supposed to be the um, moderator or the investigator of um, the government. And the in fact, branches. it isn't. There are six people in the United States that control everything you see media-wise. Six. And if you have an investigative reporter who is reporting on something honest and it goes upstairs to the editor and then the editor sends, if it's controversial, sends it, that is not the media message, the message, the propaganda, the programming that they want you to see, it is eliminated and he is told you will not publish it. Right. So there really are very few investigative reporters because they simply repeat what they are told to repeat in the party line. So when you have the investigative reporters at the White House, they ask particularly provocative questions in order to set him up. 
and Welcome they aboard. and they do that constantly. And the unfortunate thing is they also have editorial power. When you have editorial power, and I know this from doing documentaries, you can make anybody say what you want them to say by the way you edit it. That's right. the narrative. Incredibly important. That's right. Yes. Okay, okay. I, I want to jump over. I want to jump over to Mr. Daniel because one of the statements that was made in their ad was science is vital. Not only have we heard the president, um, the president says that the press attacks him, we hear him attack the press. So there's this back and forth that happens constantly. Science is vital. We, um, you're a right leaning person. From what I understand, you voted for Trump or you're pro-Trump. And so I want to understand uh, when you hear someone challenging science constantly, how vital is science? So I would say science is vital. What Dr. Fauci says and, and Dr. Burke says and so forth is vital to the equation. But at the same time, <clears throat> you have to have uh, Trump stand in the form of a leader and look at the future of the country in terms of the economy, in terms of you know, people's livelihood and so forth. So he has to reach out and say, you know, we are looking towards ending this and moving forward. <clears throat> so I don't think he is ignoring science and I don't think anybody would want to ignore science, but for a person in his position, he has to uh, promote what is good for all people. And so mm. he goes out Yeah, I will, I, you know, so that's the sense that I'm getting. And also I wanna go back to what Kirk was saying and, and uh, Cherokee was saying and so forth. Uh, with regard to um, this issue of bias in the media, you know, I watch, uh, just like you, Marky, I watch CBS, NBC, ABC, you know, in a day, I watch all three from uh, at different times. I also read the Washington Post, the Baltimore Sun, the New York uh, Times, and so forth. And, you know, there's a lot of bias against um, the president. So they are looking towards tearing him apart. They're looking at him making a mistake in in his press, uh, in a statements, in his press conference and statements he makes. And when they get anything to chew on, they are pouncing on it and they will stretch the argument for as much time as they can, not necessarily because it is important. Now this press conference time with the president is supposed to be precious time, but instead of you know using their precious time in useful talk, they will pick on the smallest little thing and they go running with it and they will stretch the truth as much as they can. That's why the Chinese lady or the Oriental woman got caught in that conversation, unnecessary conversation. Could have let it go on, and uh, it would not have been a story to, you know, right? I'm going to jump over to Julius. Julius, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to add this talking to you, Julius. Kirk, when I uh, Kirk said the word white collar, and I said all I heard was white. And there was laughing, and he said, "Don't please don't make racial talk." I said that because of the fact that some listeners will focus on one thing when they think of the New York Times. White collar is sometimes a cold word for upper echelon, 
which typically tends to be a Caucasian male. Um, and then we're talking about the daily news and the reasons why it has a wider readership because it's blue collar. And so when we think of blue collar, we tend to think of uh, the working class, um, more of a diverse group. Would you, um, would you agree or disagree with that statement? Me? Yes. No, that, that uh, is true. Um, okay. But what's more important about, uh, you know, this thing, when you get information coming from the media and they're not being honest, it's repeated by the general public. And so therefore it's oversaturated and it really doesn't, you know, if you're gonna just worry about attacking Trump and get the information all, you know, mixed up, that's really doing a disservice to our welfare. We should be looking to other doctors, you know, uh, Fauci and Burks, they're not the, uh, the only answer. There are many doctors that have um, other opinions. You know, right. my primary care doctor from the VA was an uh, infectious disease specialist. He really broke down, you know, the HIV virus to me. So there are many different sources of information. But when you're just using your platform, you know, to just go after Trump, uh, that's not doing us any good. Well, I'd like to ask a question, and I'm going to direct this question to Samuel Kachera. Um, Sam, we're both about the same age. We are the same age. Uh, we're three or four months apart. And when we were growing up, in the 70s, uh, there was a lot of racial tension in the United States. I'm from Boston, uh, where busing began. You're from the Bronx, and we know the Bronx had a tumultuous period in the 70s and it's just starting to kind of really get itself on the upswing now. Would there have been a Watergate without the press? Would there have been an investigation without the press? So I'm thinking about Obamagate now. But but no no but I'm asking about I'm asking about Watergate Okay. Because there was a lot of work that went into that on the side of the press. Yes. And as a matter of fact, uh, a recent movie, and I, I believe the movie is called The Post, had the situation where uh, they, they, they were forbidden to print out certain documents. And because The Post printed those documents, every newspaper in America uh, at least at that time, every prominent newspaper went and printed those same documents in order to protect the post. So the question goes back to, would there be a Watergate without the press? Probably not. But so, you're talking about a different time, Marcus. Yes, you know, uh, back then there was more integrity with the press. Now, absolutely. Press, absolutely. It's a sensational, it's, a, it's entertainment and it serves to be biased in most cases. As lies. Can I add something? Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I agree with um, what you just said, Julius. You know, it was a different time, you know, three decades ago. But the question really that Marquis should be asking is, and, and this is something to the here and now, would there have been a shampeachment without the press? What impeachment? Sham. A sham impeachment. Okay, so you're saying that the impeachment of Trump 
should not have taken place because they're on an agenda. The, the press let it fester and develop and fester and develop. It was all they wanted to talk about. Okay. Well, as a person who, who is independent, I, 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 I myself don't affiliate with either party because I don't trust either party. Uh, as a person from New York State, Trump has a reputation that is very uh, uh, salacious. To, to, that's the kindest word that I can use. Um, Bobby, you're from Nassau County, Long Island. So I'm sure you've heard some of the stories. When do we hold him accountable? What do we hold him accountable to? Marquis, you definitely want to hold Trump accountable for this. I, I just want to know when statements are made. Now I've asked Mr. Daniel, is science vital? And he's, right. he, one second, please. One second, please. I've asked Mr. Daniel, is science vital? And he said science is vital. So we hear Trump challenge science. Certain scientific. Okay, we hear him challenge the press. And essentially, today's subject is to understand what purpose does the press serve? And if the press did not exist, would we be in a better place? Okay, I'd like to answer that. Please do, Rob. Okay. Um, I, I think we can, we can isolate it to the press serves a very important role when it comes to local and even regional news. When it comes to that prize of the universe, the American White House, the only thing they do is they go after the Republicans. Let's put it this way. Watergate was jaywalking compared to what the Clintons did. And it's, it's so they, but they, they cover for people like Bill and Hillary Clinton. And, and so when, when Hillary Clinton smashed those emails, those 30,000 emails with those hammers, with her two cohorts laughing all the way, that dwarfed Watergate, which was erased in 30 seconds of tape. And so when they go after dig, 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 dig for any piece of speck of dirt they could possibly find on a president of one party, and they give a complete pass to a president of another party, that is a terrible disservice to us all. And Democrats are supposed to be saying, listen, I don't need you to lie for me. I believe in my party. I believe in the platform. I believe in the planks of this platform. I don't need you to lie for me. And that's all they do is they lie for the Democrats and they lie against the Republicans. And it ain't about Trump. It's just the latest victim. Okay. So um, I, I identify as Republican. Eileen left. I know that Sam uh, is basically independent, leans right. And so... Um, we go back and forth sometimes. Uh, but one of the things he's been trying to press with me is Joe Biden and the accusations. And I have to be frank, as the host of this show, I'm not trying to hear anything that he has to say. Because honestly, with, with the reputation, the track record, forget the reputation, the track record that Trump has with women, I... It's it's almost a license to 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 to, to degrade women. Can you give um, me an egregious <laughs> example of Trump with women? Well, Cherokee, you said he treats women uh, reporters differently. I've had, heard that, uh, me. I actually I actually have hung out with Trump when I was a model, and Trump was the same person that he is today. And, and who he is that? A misogynist, and he's a narcissist. Okay. 
And so, his, it's the same. It's the same energy. He's just president now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the office is washing over the man. Excuse me. The office of the presidency of the United States of America is washing over this man. And I see him being humbled more and more. And he is still that egotistical guy. Sure. But I don't see a, I don't see a touch of conceit. Oh. And I don't think he's a misogynist neither. Oh, okay. but you're not a woman. Okay, but you've not, you, I have yeah, I've actually seen him grab their ass. Okay. okay. Really? Ooh. Oh, what's that? Say that again. He didn't grab a female's ass. I've seen it. He did okay. it to a girlfriend of mine. You know what? A lot of men have made do that. Ridiculous. No, no, men don't do that. Men Are don't you do that. Are kidding me? It's Bill Clinton broke anything that walked past him in the Oval Office. Okay, so you're, and you're right. Bill so Clinton. So Bill up. Clinton is in the same boat as Trump. So well, no, no, no. It's a matter like of that. degree. It's, like that. It's, it's a matter of degree, and the and the and the media basically gave Bill Clinton a free pass on things like, oh, I don't know, Juanita Broderick. Well, well, may may Rob, may I be honest with you, and then I want to jump over to Samuel. Um, you know, I don't really care whose whose penis is in whose mouth, I or who's putting a cigar where. If if the economy is going well, and if I and, and if and if I'm able to build my business and, and do what I need to do, I don't really care. Yeah, but it's the Oval Office. Okay, okay, but but the fact of the matter is, is that if, if we take many CEOs and we expose them, listen, um, you know, uh, uh, just say no. That was created by Nancy Reagan, a Republican. The drugs. Okay, but you guys, listen. If we talk about Wall Street, Wall Street is run by cocaine. That, cocaine. That's, what, that's what these guys are doing. Oh, without a doubt, they had a grand time in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, and they're still having a grand time, it's just not talked about as much, you know? That's true, that is true. You know, okay. I had a fiance for years who was a Wall Street attorney, and the way they treated her, the old boys network, that whole, right. you know, it was despicable how they treated her. No, okay, it's true. So so, yeah. so you're saying, so, so Rob, what, what you're saying is, is that there is a culture of misogyny, but then you're also Wall saying, Street well, Trump's guy. not really a misogynist. He's not a Wall Street guy. Let me say this. It's a male thing. I'm not, I'm not negating that. Men were, it's a, it, they, it was something that was unspoken amongst them. The women have to live with the shame of it and the emotional uh, whatever of it. Now it's coming to light. Yeah. And hopefully things will be better. But the ones who are the, the biggest contributors to that are still the contributors to that. Maybe they slow down a little bit, but it's a male thing. It's all right, happy to break. Let's put it that way. Okay. Let's, no, see, what, yeah. let's see what happens. I want to jump. I want to jump. I was a Samuel. model. So I know, how, I know how men devour women. And you can't say anything. The women can't say anything. You need right. to consider yeah. that. You know, right. They speak up, they, they get consequences. Samuel, yeah, Samuel, Samuel, and the questions that I'm asking today, you're going to tell me, you know, you're biased. Where's my bias today? Ro, just a moment ago, you said you don't care whose penis goes in whose mouth. I really and don't. And that included directly in the White House. Now, I really a, moment, don't. a moment before that, what did you say? You said you don't like Trump's track record. Nothing of what he's done while he's in the White House. Present tense. Right. Been on Trump's track record, but Bill Clinton did it in the White House. Yeah, he sure did. And before that. You gave so, the Democrat a pass. Ask okay. yourself why. 
So here's the it's thing. Despicable. So here's the thing. As, as a person who identifies as gay, I believe that two consenting adults, whether you're into S&M, whether you're into uh, 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 leather play or whatever, it's really none of my business. Well, it's not it's in the White House or not? Uh, I'm sorry, Julius? Whether it's in the White House or not? Well, you know what? It, between two consenting adults, I really don't give a damn. I don't know so what- our tax, I don't dollars, know. our tax dollars are paying for that office not to be someone's sexual uh, fantasy room. With okay. You know, the way, the way Trump takes care of his business and has his peons, you know, cover for him, we don't know what he's doing in the White House, and we won't yeah, know. We do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. You cannot look at his accomplishments. You know what he's okay. doing? You cannot judge him. Okay, so if you don't know what he's doing, you cannot judge him. I'm not judging him now. I'm going to wait and see what happens later. I'm not saying that. You just don't To say that there's a possibility while he's in the White House, he could be doing some dirty on the side. Please answer. When when does he even have time? He is under for anybody who's against him. No president has time but Clinton to do it. Well, yeah, and that's why he was a do-nothing president. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is banging a supermodel in the White House bedroom. So you said so you said that Clinton was a do-nothing president, but it was the first time that I knew the national debt to be zero. All right, let me give you an answer to that. I got an answer for that, buddy. That's on paper. Yeah, exactly. That's a big part of it. That's a big, (laughs) this guy is smart. This guy is smart. Yeah, look, let me put it this way. Nobody should blame Bill Clinton for the dot-com bubble having burst any more than anybody should credit Bill Clinton with a dot-com propelled economy. He caught a lucky cycle. And when that a lucky happened, cycle, ten years of a good economy and a zero and national debt economy. Well, I'm going to say that overnight millionaires. The '90s, nothing has been comparable to the '90s. Whoa, whoa, nothing. I'm talking about Marky. I'm talking about the dot-com bubble. You had overnight millionaires mm-hmm. cropping up all over the country. That's and true. All, and, and and right, and then you've got all the, the tax class, revenues. Look. Hold on, please. Then you have all the tax revenues that are associated with that. Okay. And so he had all those tax revenues. Sounds like New York. The dot-com bubble, the dot-com bubble, well, the dot-com bubble did burst. I'm not holding Bill Clinton accountable for that. Okay. But, and nobody should. I mean, it's just, it's one, it's one of those cycles. And the real estate bubble burst and-, and, and under, under George Walker Bush. Okay. And, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault him. These, it's a cyclical situation. Let, let and, me jump to, let me jump to Kirk right quick. Kirk, what, uh, you know, the press, is we see the press being demonized. And, you know, I often say to Sam, they are I demonized. often say to the right, when do you hold your commander in chief responsible? When do you hold him responsible? So in your mind, what do you say that the New York Times, a national publication with, in some ways, a, a, a global reach, um, would you say they still serve a, an important purpose? All the times, yeah, it serves a purpose. But as I said before, the Times has an agenda. They will report on their agenda. Their agenda is distinct. It's globalist. It has nothing whatever to do with basically the national good. To do a very quick answer to Daniel, I support uh, science, but I support responsible scientists and not people that are on the pay of Bill Gates. And Fauci and Burks are in Gates' pay. 
I support Dr. Shiva from Boston and Dr. Buttar from California and Dr. Mikovits, who was an assistant to Gates, and, uh, or not Gates, but to Fauci, and is exposing what he was doing. That's and right. They have been totally yeah. censored. Yeah. The Times refuses to report on it. It's cut out of CBS, ABC, NBC. You know, the, um, and and the, what they have to say is absolutely on the money. It's true. But the press is really censoring the truth now for their agenda. So, yes, the Times could be much more valuable than it is. But at this point, it's a censorship machine that is pushing a certain level of propaganda. So I'd like yes. to ask everybody on the panel a question. The video that Mr. Kirk Adair is referring to um, with the woman, the doctor, who is talking about certain things and challenging certain things associated with the virus. Who on the panel, by a raise of your left hand, has seen this video? Oh, I'm sorry. Rob and Bobby can't contribute. So, Julius, you've seen the video. <laughs> Jericho, you've seen the video. Uh, Mr. Mr. Daniel has not. Sam Kachera has not. Kirk Adair has not. They you keep seen? taking it down. They keep yeah, taking, they keep taking it down. down. I've seen it four it times. It was on Facebook. It was on Instagram. It was everywhere. They keep taking it down. It yeah. was on YouTube and they took it down. Censorship. It might be back, yeah, it might so, be back today. It comes so back and forth. So my understanding is that, okay, and Bobby, have you seen the video? He's about to unmute. I have not. You have not. Rob Arnold, you said you have not seen the video? Oh, I'm sorry, which video are we talking about at the We're moment? We're talking about the video. There is a doctor who, uh, from my understanding, worked under yes. Fauci. Yes, or I've seen the video. Yes. I don't trust Fauci any more than I trust the CCP. And I, apparently I, she exposed that. Apparently right. she spoke There's on a something. That she, that's circulating now with her talking to a, um, a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, out there. it's that's out, there. out there. That's still out there. They haven't taken that down yet. Okay, so Cherokee. Um, I could send it to you. Would you please? Now, now here's the thing I'm going to ask you to do. As a matter of fact, I'm going to ask you not to send it to me. I'm going to ask you to put it on a drive, and I'm going to ask you to save it. Now, um, you put it on it, the drive. Who's talking to somebody that I'm lucky I'm here on Zoom? Really? Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you, I, sister. I don't like this stuff that much. I, and I and 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 I, and I, I want, want to and I want to and I want to give a disclosure to our audience. Um, I'm 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 a very outspoken person, and that and that is why the show is called Verbal Assault. Um, I I feel that it's very important for me to hear viewpoints that I do not agree with because intelligent people can actually have conversations that are civil with people that don't so, agree with us. Yes. Of course. Um, uh, I, I if someone is more educated than me in an area. I'd certainly like them to come to the table. And you know what? If I can't back up my point of view, then maybe I need to rethink my point of view. Um, but Kirk has made a mention before of, of let, let, let me circulate this a little bit differently. Our production manager has said to me, you know, it's very, very important that we don't uh, be perceived as a conspiracy theory show. But you know, <laughs> When that video, from what I've heard of it, there is a conspiracy. Would yeah. you agree, Cherokee? Rob agrees. Would you agree, Cherokee? Would you agree? I think I don't. I don't know about conspiracy. I just know that some people know the full truth. Some people know some of the truth, and she's just trying to say her truth. It's okay. her and so, truth. And, and Kirk and Dara would probably say there is a specific agenda. That's a key word that he uses. Right. He's exactly um, correct. Listen, okay. uh, Marquis. Marquis. I will just simply say, 
that conspiracies have been the cause of death to kings and queens through the That's century right. yep. and the fall of empires. And so we may want to theorize about conspiracy. And so I'm going to say that sometimes it's not even people like to throw the word conspiracy theory, uh, those words around. Um, but it's really a lot of the times it's more a matter of unanswered questions. Questions. Okay. That's, okay. That's where it's at. Marquis, conspiracy theory was invented by the CIA at the time of the Kennedy assassination so that people would not ask pertinent questions that contradicted the uh, storyline that they were given. Yes. And they, they've used that on a number of subjects so that people will stop asking questions and be made to feel ridiculous because they're asking a pertinent <laughs> question and connecting the dots. Right. I'm going to make a comment, Kirk, um, because of the fact that you mentioned uh, CIA and you said Kennedy. As a person from Massachusetts, uh, we're uh, we're obsessed with the Kennedys. <laughs> Maybe other people in the country are, but in Massachusetts, we kind of hold them as our first family. Camelot and all that. If you go to the Kennedy Library, what they will tell you is that when Jackie Kennedy was in the car. She uh, and the shots were happening, and you see her go to the back of the car. They will tell you that she wasn't thinking in her right frame of mind, and she went to grab a piece of his head that was flying behind her. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I believe that any sane person would say she was trying to get the hell out of that car. And when the car sped up, she was gone. She was gone. And it wasn't going to look good, and they actually needed her. Oh, she was out. To swear in Johnson, they needed her. Without her, they could not swear him in. And so, um, she was getting out of there. Huh? Okay, and and so um, she was escaping. Of course, you know, you know, um, Mr. Daniel, I'd like to come to you. Um, that I thought she was grabbing, you know, her husband's head. He was getting the hell out of that car. I don't now, believe that. I don't either. You have to see the full unedited footage, okay. which shows the show uh, Secret right. Service people throwing her back into the car. You know why? Seeing the unedited footage. Herself, she could have fallen out the car. No, no, no. She was <laughs> trying to leave. She was trying. Listen, I don't care who my husband is. If bullets are flying, I'm gone. I don't care who my wife is. If bullets are flying, I'm gone. Now, if I have children, I might rethink the situation, but I'm sorry. Listen, honey, we might not be able to wait for a divorce because if they're going to be killing people, or we want. Yeah, she had his blood and his brain matter all over her. Yes. yes. You, 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 end up, you can go into panic mode in a heartbeat with some right. situation like she that. Was yeah, that's that's now, Dr. Daniel John, I, I think you were looking to bring back in. I'd like to see another another uh, uh, situation from another another set of words from Daniel John. Yeah, you know, um, and, and Mr. Daniel, I'd, li I'd like to ask you about this because, you know, we're not only has the press been de demonized, but the medical community and healthcare. Let me correct myself. The pharmaceutical industry, it said, has an agenda, and and they're being demonized. And so I know you, you know, in working in contact in in a lot of the medical community, 
what's what's your viewpoint on 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 the on on the pharmaceutical community? Um, and I'm asking that question because some of us, you know, push away. I hear some of us pushing away from the press. Some of us push away from the pharmaceutical industry. Is would you say that the pharmaceutical industry may or may not have an agenda as well uh, to get the product out there? The pharmaceutical industry is is um, going crazy trying to find any kind of cure or any kind of drug that will slow down the the active uh, nature of the coronavirus, and they are doing all they can. Uh, you every every second day you hear of some on the news, the national news, you hear some new company that drug company that has come out with um, or uh, some test that they they think it is. Um, uh, you know, going to be the wonder drug. Um, so there's a big um, financial motive in that. If they can, if they can find uh, any sort of cure or any uh, kind of drug that'll reduce the time that the coronavirus uh, takes to stay and live in the body, that's going to be huge for them. Not only for them financially, but also for the name of the company. Um, you know, and uh, going forward, all all that it's going to attract uh, for them in the future. Mm. So we 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 hear that when money becomes involved in an industry, the industry sort of becomes uh, sort of the, the the mission and the purpose sort of goes in another direction. We're hearing it's it with about the numbers. It's all about the numbers. It's about like, the money. That's I'd right. like to ask Benjamin. Um, because of the fact that we our original topic was judges. I'm sorry, our original topic was the New York Times goes on the attack. We're saying the New York Times is not what it was. Uh, Kirk Adair, what publications or news do you follow that you feel you're getting the clearest information? Um, well, uh, the French newspapers uh, are fairly good, actually. The um, the uh, There are a couple of English newspapers. I don't really follow too much of what they say because I will look at part of the headline and then um, read a little bit and see what their agenda is about. Uh, I would say that um, it, it's difficult. The Every single paper in the United States, and there are six people that control basically the press in the United States. I look at what their agendas are. I look where the money is. Um, there is a newspaper that is uh, fairly good. May um, I interrupt you? you? When you say the six people, are you referring to the Murdochs, the Hearst, et cetera? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And they have an agenda. All of them are together on it. They just present it differently. You look at every single major station, you look at the press, it, it's absolutely repeated, word after word after word after word. As the, somebody has written a central script and they all follow it. Yes. One of, right. the, things, one of the things that Kirk has said to me is, um, you know, they're listening. And I know that there are people that are listening to this program and um, when I think I know there are people that are listening to this program to see how much influence I, as the host of this show, has. Because when one becomes uh, when one becomes powerful, um, they're they they're suddenly on a list. Um, well, you've got a hell of a cast here. 
Julius Tadajin, I'd like to go to you. Um, when, as a member of the Nation of Islam, uh, you are there. Are, there's a code of conduct. There's a code of ethics. We. It is understood from what. Okay, maybe that's my opinion. But but it, but it's generally understood that uh, Brother Malcolm's assassination was known in the uh was known by the fbi and um and it, it is also understood okay so we're, we're saying farrakhan but i disagree but i wanted to ask you ah, be, because um because Malcolm x was getting to the point that he was uh he was Dealing with people of different colors, he was he was less uh, he was a little less. Uh, he should be Okay, if I may, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, I, I don't want to say militaristic, but um, he had a lot of influence, and having a lot of influence as a person of color puts you on a list. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. <laughs> about this, uh, you said that he was becoming less um, militant. No. Yes, thank you. That was the word. I don't know why that word wasn't coming to me. When Malcolm you, died, the newspapers made mockery of him. Right. So all these papers, you know, just to show you that he was never liked. And now in hindsight, you know, in retrospect, they're trying to paint, paint a different picture of Malcolm, you know. But back when he died, no one liked him. Now let's get back to um, about his death. Okay, and and, Malcolm, and I can give you about a minute on this because yeah, we're, Malcolm, our time is running short. Malcolm had a policy that if anyone, this came from Malcolm himself, if anyone said anything that was derogatory toward the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, right, they should be put to death. And he said, if he was crazy enough to do that, you should take his head too. That's right. Thought this from the roster, but he became a lot more conciliatory, didn't he? No. So Malcolm still had the search, the check procedure in place on that day when he got killed, and there was this FBI infiltrator that was working within his organization when the chief of security came in like he was you know going around the building whatever but when he came to the front and saw people coming in there not being searched and he like you know immediately tried to stop it that fbi informant grabbed him and said brother minister said don't search them oh yeah. well, let me ask this question why did why did uh, malcolm x's daughter get thrown in prison for 10 years for an assassination attempt on Louis Farrakhan. Because, uh, no, she didn't get thrown in jail. That's the Quabella. Yes, she did. No, she, she did not. She absolutely tried to kill Louis Farrakhan. No, but, but she never got uh, prosecuted. Uh, yes, she did. He took a plea offer. She never did no jail time. You better check that again. Okay, hold on, guys. You're I'm, getting, getting, I'm, I'm getting signals to wrap up. I want, I want, Why did she I want, try to kill Farrakhan? I want to hit each Why? of you. Look, wow. because, you know, wow. these are his children. If, if I believed that someone was responsible for my father's death, I may want to try to revenge it, too. I, I well, black communities all know it was Louis Farrakhan that shot and killed Malcolm X. Well, so it's, it's, 
it's 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 been said but there's no I, I, evidence there's no proof oh yeah, I, I got so much stuff on that i don't want to get out of the way from like Marquito. Have, okay let's 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 go quickly i want to go around i'm going to give you jail by now if that was true i want i want to give each of you uh three one two three uh, that's simple samuel kachero where are you getting your news from yeah my news from the internet and from fox news bbc sometimes al jazeera oh wow okay cherokee black where are you getting your news um, BBC, Al Jazeera, Al Arabiya, and um, most foreign press. Woo! And CNN. Kirkadir, you've answered the I'm question. A news well, no, no, okay. I didn't finish. Uh, I, it's Epic Times, and I would also say Al Jazeera. Yeah, yeah that's an excellent paper. You're right. Excellent. Paper. I, I keep hearing Al Jazeera. Now, Al Jazeera was Gore trying to bring them to the United States. Uh, Mr. Daniel, go ahead. Tell me, tell me your three, new, your three news sources. So I I uh, do the three networks, uh, the national networks, ABC, CBS, NBC. I also read the uh, different newspapers like uh, College Times and Gulf News and uh, New York Times, Washington Post, Baltimore Sun, so forth. Oh wow. Okay, uh, Bobby from Nassau County, the conservative. Where are you getting your news from? I watch um, predominantly Fox News, but I also see what the competition is doing. I uh, turn on MSNBC, CNN, <laughs> NBC. Why is that funny? And why is that funny? I love it. I love it. You know, I do the same. Reading-wise, uh, <laughs> I read Newsday, which is Long Island's uh, national newspaper. Right, um, right. I love it. I, I love it. I, I still read Newsday, articles too. I'm on, Okay. <laughs> I read a lot of as they come up about you know the Times, the Post, whatever. Okay, and Rob Arnold, where are you getting your where are you getting your news? First and foremost, C-SPAN. Um, after C-SPAN, yes, I'll tune into Al Jazeera. You bet. They got some stuff going on, no doubt yeah. about it. Um, yeah. BBC's got some stuff going on, and the the king of the hill in my book is Fox News. It's been demonized by the others, and it shouldn't be because they do. Um, try to mix it up in a fair and balanced way, and they're unafraid. So I'm going to look at C-SPAN. I'm going to look at the Washington Times, the Examiner. I'm going to look at, you know, I go online and check out the Examiner. I used to be in D.C. where I would read the paper every day. Um, uh, the, the Examiner's got stuff going on. It's a good paper. Uh, Wall Street Journal is the one that tops it off for me. Okay, yeah, great. And, and, and I'm going to jump over to Julie, Julius Tadagine. You're my last speaker, and then i got to wrap up. Tell me, give me three. Who are you listening to? Well, what are you reading? like everybody, pretty much, to be honest, you know, and I use my common sense to extract uh, what I think makes sense. So I don't limit myself to just the BBC or Al Zahra or um, Fox News. But I do like Fox News because they do pretty much tend to be more balanced. Um, these other outlets that are anti-Trump. They tend I'm, look, I'm, lo I'm looking around. I'm looking for where Julie went because the guy that's speaking. Uh, are, are you saying you're pro-Trump, brother? No, what I'm saying is that I can distinguish, you know, the difference between uh, news that's just on a certain agenda from news with integrity. Right. He's not pro-Trump. He's honest, which means he's likely yeah. pro-Trump. Right. And that's right. what I see going on right now. <laughs> okay. So I want to thank all of our panelists for joining me today. Um, you know, the, it, apparently Al Jazeera and BBC are getting high marks. 
the Middle East and the UK. What, what is, you know, maybe that's a subject we need to have. What is our BBC? What is our Al Jazeera here in um, the United States? I don't know. I don't know if we're at that point. I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still a proponent <laughs> for the Christian Science Monitor. I am still a proponent for it. Um, Anyway, Marquis Devereaux, your host of Rebel Assault Livestream, thank you for joining us this week. Um, hopefully you're subscribing. Listen, guys, you know, this show doesn't run itself. A brother man has to get it together. Brother man has to pay. We, we, got, a, we got a lot of costs that we got to cover, and we could use your help. So if you're on um, Anchor, if you're listening to us on one of the Anchor platforms, you can contribute to our program to keep us going. We're also on Patreon. So please. I don't know if it's going to be a dollar. I don't know if it's going to be a hundred dollars, but every little bit helps. Okay, talk ain't free; it costs, and it's going to it's going to cost us if we can't keep coming to you. I want to thank everybody for being here today. If you want to be part of the conversation, please join us on social media: um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube, Snapchat, and TikTok. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're telling people about us. I want to say goodbye to Australia. I want to say goodbye to the Philippines. I want to say goodbye to China. I know there's people listening to us, I believe, in the United Arab Emirates. Um, those of you in North America, Canada as well, uh, I want to say thank you for being with us. And if you're coming from someplace else I didn't mention, please reach out. Thank you. Putting out. I'm different.